All of our suffering can be conformed to his suffering. All of our wounds through our baptism have become his wounds, and his wounds through our baptism have become our wounds. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance in the midst of our busyness and opportunity in the midst of our mess. While I do doubt that any short podcast will give you the balance and clarity that you need to last for a lifetime, I do hope that each week, episode by episode, we can help you to take a step forward. Yesterday afternoon, I came home to a kitchen in chaos. It's because we're in the midst of a project, and so the cabinets are off the walls, and everything that's usually in the cabinets is now on the table, it's on the counter, it's on the floor, it's a mess, and it wasn't a good place to do homework, so I took the kids out. Actually, I took them to Chick-fil-A, which was maybe more of a treat for me, um, but I'm sure it was a treat for them too. We got our homework done. We're a couple chicken sandwiches in and all the math and all the other stuff is accomplished and behind us. The next step was to bring the kids home and connect so that we could go to a scouting meeting in the evening. When I got home, Amy had finished her afternoon commitments and she was sitting at her desk working on a painting. Amy has a little apostolate. She likes to paint saints. Not only does she like to paint saints, she has, I think, a calling to to paint saints and does so in a very beautiful way. She was working on this particular painting for her godson who is to be confirmed, and his confirmation saint is St. Padre Pio. So there was uh, sort of jumping out of her brush an image of St. Padre Pio, and it was quite beautiful and got me thinking about St. Padre Pio. It also dawned on me in the swirl of the afternoon and the evening that the next podcast release on September the 23rd would be the Feast of St. Padre Pio. So I thought it would be appropriate to talk about him a little bit and to maybe connect it to the, the crazy kitchen and all the stuff that's happening and swirling about. You see, St. Padre Pio is a saint who we know quite a bit about because he's so recent. There are a lot of stories that are told about him that seem to be um, almost legendary, and yet because they happen so recently in history, they're pretty easy to verify. People report St. Padre Pio um, levitating by locating, reading souls, doing all sorts of things, but the the most indisputable fact about St. Padre Pio is that he bore wounds on his body for 50 years of his life. And those wounds we would call the stigmata. He's the first priest in recorded history to to bear these wounds in this particular way. We do know of many other saints in the history of the church, beginning with St. Francis of Assisi, who um, seemingly miraculously bore the wounds of Christ in their body. And it's kind of a strange miracle. Often we would think about miracles as, as healing, and this is a miracle of affliction, when we look into the lives of the saints, we see some of this happening, that saints um, experience almost, we'll say more than almost, they experience miraculous affliction. What, what is this about? It's pretty darn countercultural because most often when we're praying, we're praying for the end to some kind of affliction. And even in the Gospels, when Jesus does miracles, he, he rarely afflicts somebody with blindness or afflicts them with something terrible. Instead, he, he heals. So what's the deal? Why is Padre Pio... Um, who is faithful, bearing terrible and painful wounds. He even, on one occasion, shared with St. John Paul II, before he was St. John Paul II, that the most painful wound he bore was on his shoulder, and he had never really told anybody about that. He apparently shared that only with St. John Paul II at a particular juncture um, in his young life. St. Padre Pio has me thinking about Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, 
And I know I've quoted this before in other episodes, but it is the scripture that often jumps out at me with regard to the stigmata or the question of suffering. It's St. Paul telling us, I've been crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And insofar as I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. That's Paul talking about the stigmatic experience of the Christian that the Christian is one who has been crucified with Christ. Elsewhere, Paul says that he bears the wounds of Christ on his body. I don't think he literally means that he is a stigmatist like St. Padre Pio. I think Paul, in revealing something about all of us, points to suffering as inescapable. That you and I suffer on a daily basis with little things and with big things. And those little things and those big things, the, the little thing of, of suffering through the not so big problem at all of you know, just having your kitchen be a mess or something like that. Um, but we also suffer with, with larger things, perhaps uh, afflictions like, like cancer in our family or um, with psychological wounds that we bear. There are all kinds of sufferings that are out there. And the experience of Christianity is not to find a way out of suffering. It is to find a way through suffering. We find in a saint like Padre Pio, um, not a plastic smile or a pleasurable life, but a joyful life. Unmistakably, in the witness of the saints, all of whom suffered and suffered, some of them um, quite immeasurably, we, we find joy. Uh, saint Teresa of Avila tells us a sad saint is a bad saint. And we could take from that that a, a sad saint is no saint at all, that saints are all joyful and yet they suffer. We, we look for in St. Padre Pio this great sign of contradiction in a world that is obsessed with medicating away the ache. We find a saint who, um, as an outward sign of the inward reality, bears the wounds and bears the wounds in celebrating the Mass. And I think this points us toward the core experience of our Christianity to bring our works, our joys, and our sufferings, to bring the opportunity in the midst of our mess to the altar so that we can find that all of our wounds, all of, all of our stuff, is in fact conformed to Christ. St. Padre Pio preached a, a single-hearted life of holiness to rid ourselves of our attachments, to rid ourselves also of anxieties and fears. One of his most famous quotes, the perhaps most often quoted St. Padre Pio quote is, pray, hope, and don't worry says the man who, who's bleeding from his hands and his feet and his side um, for 50 years of his life. Pray, hope, and don't worry. And this is, I, I think, a great testimony to the posture of a Christian in a world. So I don't know what you're suffering with today, but you bear the wounds of Christ in your body, just like St. Padre Pio, maybe not outwardly, but inwardly, all of our suffering can be conformed to his suffering. All of our wounds through our baptism have become his wounds, and his wounds through our baptism have become our wounds. And so today, be conformed to Christ in whatever you're dealing with. Don't just look for a way out of it. Look for a way into it and through it. And that is true of ordinary things like little kitchen renovations. <laughs> and it's true of, of the difficult things that you might be struggling with today. So on this feast of St. Padre Pio, I'm wishing you a happy feast day. I'm asking St. Padre Pio to pray for all of us that we would find solidarity with Christ in our suffering that we would find the courage to offer our works and our joys and our sufferings with the sacrifice of the Mass alongside Christ, hanging right there next to him. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver, reminding you to pray, hope, don't worry, and take a step forward. 